We're doing something we shouldn't. Ah, I hope none of us die because of ghosts. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at abzhorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. You shoot me in the face, and I'll kick your ass, Jack. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is another guy who puts keys down his pants. It's Mark. Hello, boys. Yikes. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 2004s, 2005s, maybe. It's all very unclear. Boo! Exclamation point. Uh, which was a pick from Patreon member Leslie. Leslie, Jack, thank you very Jack, much for that pick. Jack, yes, sir. The Boo. The boo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nailed yeah. it. And we will dive all the way into that real soon. And fair warning, when we do, uh, we're going to spoil the absolute shit out of it. But they're literally, I can't think of a movie where that matters less for than this one. So don't worry too much about that here. Um, <laughs> but you were warned either way. Okay. <laughs> and hey, if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash A to Z horror, A-T-O-Z horror. Support the show at your level of choosing. One of those levels allows you to pick movies for us to watch, like Leslie. Uh, so get some cool perks for your troubles as well. Uh, but if you can't swing that right now or just don't want to, no worries. We just appreciate you being here, hanging out with us now. But now it's time to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Hello. Starting with you for no reason in particular. What are your beers for these fears? I have a flesh and blood IPA. Uh, I, I think I've had this one before. It's sort of like a sour orange peel lemon style IPA. It's really more of like a tart thing than an IPA thing. Uh, flesh and blood, pretty pretty self-explanatory. There's a lot of explosions of flesh and blood in this movie. I also have a yep. Check Your Head, Czech Styles Pilsner. This is from Proper Brewing here in Salt Lake City. Um, okay. This is a movie that at least attempts to be psychological in nature of like, <laughs> who uh, is really that- alive still? I don't know. You got to check your head. You know what I mean? Woof. <laughs> Those are the I two mean- I have. Look, this wasn't a particularly easy one to beer, and we'll get into the reasons why later. Jake, what about you? What sure. are your beers for these fears? I picked one. Yep. I thought we were going back to that, but we're trying. Mark did for the maybe one week. I feel like one in, one or two is acceptable. Yeah, you feel like, or like you three feel, or four. Mark, you like, feel whatever. like you, you feel like you feel. I'm drinking a revision brewing double IPA. Oh, because it's super revisionist, and we're making a lot of revisions. And Jack was the only one who didn't get any fucking votes for the time that he picked revision IPA. That was such a good choice. It was wow. A uh, boy. But, okay, so so as I was saying, I picked a revision brewing company, Hazy Double IPA this week. It's called Invitation to Party. This is Halloween. Oh. Uh, for some reason, these adults are inviting each other to go into this insane asylum or whatever it is. I, old. At least one of them is in college, and we did shit like they that in college. They seem older. It's the, we're going to talk about all this stuff. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about it. They they issued an invitation, and they went to, to party, party in this burned-out, old, run-down, ramshackle facility. Fair enough. That's uh, what they did. I am drinking a beer by the Deschutes Brewing Company, <laughs> and I'm drinking a hand-up IPA, uh, because this movie is about one ghost stopping another ghost and what how is she doing that by giving our heroes a hand up from hell to stop this other more evil ghost a hand up yeah she's reaching up from hell giving him a hand so it's a hand up vis-a-vis d wallace yeah exactly precisely okay i'll take it so spot on absolutely she looks just like the biker on that beer label she does okay great yeah 
I think so. Is a hand up an opposite of a hand me down? No. No, it's just a helping hand, Mark. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Mine has a fat Fuck bear me, on right? it. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> I'm sorry I tried to participate in this conversation. I Why was quiet it? until the future. Thank you. But to drinking beers and watching the movie The Boo isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. We might have also experienced some other shit in the horror world. Let's dive into what's been rocking our horror worlds, starting first with Lost Beers for Fears movies. Do either of you boys have any Lost Beers for Fears movies? I do not. Jake? I'm glad we queued this up, Jack. Uh, no. I don't either. Great. So, <laughs> good work all around. Great. Good work. We didn't have to, okay. no, there was no sound effect. Okay, good. I don't <laughs> even know what the hell movies I got to watch right now. You so. have a lot, dude. Well, I don't You're know behind. what they are. I don't know what they are. Yeah, if only there was a document that Mark meticulously maintained. Yeah, I, I looked at it. It, it was blank. <laughs> I've fallen woefully behind on the uh, on the polls. This is probably on my, on my end. I apologize. Uh, uh, anyway, no, there are some you do have to watch on there. Though. Uh, yeah, but we just don't know what they are yet. We Oh, I see. <laughs> I um, eventually have to watch movies, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about regular Rocking Horror Worlds, and I want to go first. Okay, Jack, do it. I've got two movies and a book. Do you want me to start with the movies or the book? The book. Okay. I reread uh, The Invisible Man, colon, A Grotesque Romance by H.G. Wells. Is that the... That's yeah. That's the full title of the a book. A grotesque romance. Yeah, it doesn't huh. make any sense at all. There's no romance in this book whatsoever. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked this book. Okay. Uh, reading it, it's pretty boring, but also all old timey books are. And this one is less boring than most. How can you get through a book that is even remotely boring? Oh, I fall man. asleep when I'm reading books I like. <laughs> uh, also, there's like weird stuff that's half scientifically accurate that they talk about, like. They, with some light stuff, the way light interacts with things, like what you could or couldn't see, because this is about a movie, a guy develops a chemical to turn himself invisible by, and it's the way light interacts with him. And there's some stuff in there that does seem accurate about like cats' retinas are smaller so they can see him, or like, not accurate, but that demonstrates a greater understanding of how light works than I would have thought H.G. Wells to have. I also worked out a couple of chief quotes here that I enjoyed. First one is, they kept saying, a fit of peak. P-I-C-Q-U-E. Okay. Just, I don't know why, but I'm going to start saying that now. Jake, you're having a fit of peak. Calm the fuck down. What? Isn't okay, it P-I-Q-U-E? So, uh, P-I-C-Q-U-E. I mean, that's what the that's what the phrase is, a fit of peak. I hadn't heard that phrase before. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, uh, so I also, only know that from the from the song, the, 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 is that Tom Lehrer song? One morning in a fit of peak, she drowned her father in the creek. Oh, okay. You ever yeah. heard that song? Yeah. <laughs> I think I have, yeah. yeah you've heard um, that song. Also, a substantial amount of this book takes place on Drury Lane. Didn't know that was a real place. That's where the Muffin Man is. I know. That's all I thought it was. Turns out that's a real place. The water tasted bad for a week. (laughs) And they had to make do with gin. (laughs) It's back to that other song. Uh, Our titular... Here's the last quote I'll talk about here. The last noteworthy thing about this book. Our titular invisible man was, quote, an enthusiast of random and irresponsible violence, which I enjoyed very much. Um, now, Jake, I'm hoping you'll go on a date with me on Tuesday to watch this movie now that I've finished the book. Why Tuesday? Because it's uh, $5 ticks to the movie Oh, theater. that thing happens? Yep. Sure. Sweet. Got a date. Nice. Okay, movie time. It's going to be romantic. Oh, boy. Um, I watched 1922. Mark, yeah! you suggested this to me. I, I did I tell you to do this. fucking loved The Wind, and you were like, you, that kind of sounds like 1922. Watch that. You did not like it, I'm given to understand? No, I did not care for 1922. I very much liked it. 
That makes um, a lot of sense. We are very different people, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, I didn't like it for the same reasons I liked The Wind. Um, this is a lot less dealing with like Western tropes and Western stuff. It's mostly just a period piece uh, set on a farm. Isn't it Dust Bowl? Uh, pretty much Dust Bowl, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and uh, mo- the best thing about this movie is Thomas Jane's performance is fucking spectacular. This movie is a really slow burn movie about a man deteriorating, and I thought it was great and very impactful. Like that is exactly stories. it is a yes. You couldn't have said that better. It is about a man deteriorating, and also. I think as a world, we have just collectively underestimated Thomas Jane as a person. Oh my god, we were just he's talking about him so last good week. in everything. He's so fucking good, and this might be his best performance. He's yeah, fantastic. it's. I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So I watched 1922. It's available on Netflix. You should check it out. It's great. Mark didn't like it though, so you know. When you say it's available on Netflix, I think it's a, a Netflix exclusive, right? I think that sounds right. This yeah. came out at the same time as Gerald's Game. And maybe one or two others that I can't put my finger on, but this was this was in the pitch of Netflix putting out like two to three horror movies a month that were just specific to their platform. And I, yeah, and I think it was in the wake of it, right? They're building off that Stephen King publicity. That seems right. Yeah, yeah, it would have been about yeah, October that's, that's 2018. Accurate. Yeah, yep. Um, then I watched another movie available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. This one called Mara. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 2018. Yep. Uh, okay. This one is, uh, remember a couple of years back, there was like a spate of sleep paralysis horror movies, of like big Shock. budget sleep paralysis None of them horror, are good. generic movies. Uh, this one falls into that camp of not being good. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Okay. It stars Olga Kurilenko, and uh, Javier Botet plays the titular Mara, which of is Of course neat. he does. Yeah. Why do I know the name? She was a Bond. Okay. She was in one of those Bond movies, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, what you she, also you the... also know the movie because we covered it on HRR. I remember. Well, no, 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 but the o- Olga Kurylenko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I know what movie he's talking about. I just didn't know who's in it. Okay. Um, either way, uh, it's I can't say anything really bad about it. It's not. No parts of it were like terrible. Is it generic? It's very generic. This is one of the most forgettable horror movies I've ever seen. Um, wow, that's saying something, actually. Yeah. It's fine because I would think that the 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 subject of sleep paralysis is at least, uh, despite the fact there were a few movies, it's at least somewhat unique. It kind, yeah. It's I don't like, know oh, if I'm willing like, to give you that anymore. That this is any been done to death, and I honestly don't know. I I don't know if I could tell you a single movie that was like really blowing me out of the water with its sleep paralysis. They've all sucked. That's what I said at the start of his well, take. This definitely doesn't suck. This isn't a bad movie. Okay, it's just. I, they don't get the sleep paralysis part right, which is kind of essential. Okay, yeah. so hot this take, Jack, <laughs> is this the best sleep paralysis movie? It's the best one I've seen, I think, Okay, in that it's fine. There you have it. <laughs> if you're <laughs> tremendously bored and you can't be bothered to look past more than one page of horror on Netflix's <laughs> page, sure. then sure, watch it. Wow, that's a hell of a qualifier yeah, there. Yeah, watch it. The best one I've seen is The Nightmare because it's short and at least there are multiple stories. And they're real stories, like, yeah. or real quote yeah. unquote. It's just not really a movie. No. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, either way, I watched those two movies. Mark, how about you? What's been rocking your horror world? Oh, I got a couple. So first off, um, <laughs> Friday the 13th, part six, colon, Jason Lives. Okay. Yep. I think I know which one this is based on the Jason Lives. I don't. Sure. Uh, this is available on Prime, or at least it was. I actually went to watch uh, part seven this morning and found that all of the Friday the 13th movies had been removed from Amazon, so they're probably trying to currently renegotiate their shit right now. Uh, I don't know when it will be back up, but for a while, there was basically like everything was available on, on Amazon Prime, and that was when I watched this one. 
this is I've I've gone on a whole journey with this movie now with this franchise. Okay. So so Jason comes back to life. Yeah, this is the one that starts with the resurrection, right? Well, right. Okay. So I was starting from like number two. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, number two, Jason comes back to life. He goes on this whole rampage, and then he ends up being killed. And then five is this weird murder mystery thing that really doesn't have anything to do with Jason. And then six, they legitimately bring him back to life using a lightning defibrillator, a lightning-based AED. Accidental, as I recall, it's an accidental uh, uh, bringing back to life. Yeah, they try and kill him so hard that he comes back to life, <laughs> which seems like a really bad decision on on their part. <laughs> overkill you know it, it, it really was um and then he comes back and this is like then this becomes a pretty straightforward like jason movie where they're very clearly trying to like defibrillate the the whole franchise back to life and it sort of works um <laughs> in the sense that they ended up making like three more movies before jason x where jason x was the one that actually did re-enlive in the franchise um i like this one jason part six was enjoyable and I don't know if I'm just starting to get dumber from watching all of these movies or if they're getting slightly more entertaining. Or just getting dumber in general. <laughs> Both are distinctly possible. <laughs> I enjoyed part six quite a bit. Uh, the The theme song to this movie is written by Alice Cooper, which seems like a very strange maneuver on the that overall helps. like franchise that side. Helps. Way um, more interesting that way. Yeah, exactly. So this is the, they're they're clearly starting to find their groove. And I think with seven, eight, nine they, I, I haven't seen them yet. Honestly, I don't think I've seen any of these. I feel like I may have seen like little snippets from either seven or eight. I'm not sure which one it is, but I'm I'm really excited to get back into watching the rest of this series once it becomes available again. Um, I whatever, they're fun. The, you know exactly what you're getting into with this one, and I continue to enjoy taking this like time to enjoy the entire franchise linearly uh, and just sort of see what happens. Fair enough. Next up, <laughs> I watched a banger called Doctor Sleep. Anyone know what this oh, is? Oh fuck yeah, man! Yeah. Uh, so this is relatively new. I don't really want to. I don't think we're going to do much spoilers here. I am on the record saying that Mike Flanagan is a master of horror. He is probably. I, I mean, push comes to shove, I've taken the stance multiple times. He is the best modern horror film director, um, and I maintain that this is in a way a bit of a strange entry into his catalog just because I don't think it's a, it's really more of like an action horror movie. Like this is, this is almost a superhero movie. This, this is closer to the Marvel cinematic universe than Fuck. a horror movie. Kind of. Yeah. I kind of know what you mean. Um, Cause the villains, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, in that same way, it is super entertaining. And I, like Jack said, when he talked about it originally, I think it's a very well brought to reality, like, sequel to the original Shining. It brings in a little bit of Kubrick and it brings in a little bit of Stephen King and it marries them in a way that is entertaining and also faithful to what I assume the actual book says. I I guess I shouldn't say what I assume the book is because I haven't read it, but in any case, it's, it is a very well-realized sequel to the original movie. Yes, fully yeah. agree. Great movie. Cool. Uh, it's very satisfying. That's what I want to leave you with. It's not How did you scary, watch it? but it is satisfying. I, I got it on a Blu-ray in the mail. Okay, and that's Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Next up, we watched Incident in a Ghost Land. 
That name rings a bell. Incident. Is this the one that has like the porcelain doll face on it? Yes. I legitimately I cannot remember which of you two have seen this movie. I know I one of you not. have seen this. I thought this one was like supposed to be. Oh, no. Wait. I, uh, I If I have seen this, I do not remember it. No, I think I saw it. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. So I was going to say, I know one of you have yeah, seen this. No, I saw it. I, I forgot about it, but I saw it. Uh, this was on Shudder. If you want to watch yeah. it, it is freely available there. Uh, they lean into the Lovecraft early, which is strange because this is a straight up slasher slash home invasion movie. Weird. Yeah. But they also name check and reference Lovecraft often for some reason. Uh, I was pretty impressed with this movie. I was not expecting a whole lot to come out of it, but pretty interesting take it marries together violence and psychological horror in a way that is paced really effectively without becoming like way too brutal. Cause usually when you have like um, violent movies, you, you have this sort of, it just sort of becomes torture porn after a while. This is a yeah. way of basically having the content of a torture porn movie yes. okay, without fine. the pacing of that, without, with, without feeling like you're just being like, trod upon for two hours yeah. but that's still kind of what it is it is True. still an exceptionally violent movie like yeah. don't go into this expecting it to be light or happy yeah. at all uh yeah. there's it's torture porn with an inkling of psychological but they but they sprinkle the psychological in in a way that i thought was pretty i don't want to say remarkable but pretty pretty unique it, it helped the movie more than i thought it was going to i'm interested all right you- Pick okay. I'm very interested in that choice to watch that movie right now. Uh, How did my you wife, watch it? my it's on Shutter. My wife picked it. I told her oh, to uh, to find something that we should watch uh, when I was doing some other chores around the house, and I came back and she had that pulled up, and I was like, "Cool, let's do this thing." Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you liked it as much as you did. That's I cool. enjoyed it quite a bit. It's I a thought it was pretty good. Okay. Nice, Jake. I how about you? All the way about it. Did you guys know that Cabinet of Dr. Caligari came out a hundred years ago? Sure yes. did. I watched it because of that. Oh, nice. I saw the thing, and I was Weird. like, why the fuck not? <laughs> okay. I liked that movie when I, I did first too. watched it. Was great. it. Yeah. That was a long time ago in terms of this project, uh, so I threw it on, and that thing is still really impressive in terms of just visual... I don't know. Flair is kind of a weird word to describe it, but the the German expressionism thing is something to behold, and it stands up really well still. Like, Those there's Germans. not a lot that... there There's not a lot that you could do on top of what Caligari did that could modernize it in a way like that's weird because it's a silent film and like there's a lot of stuff that's extremely dated and you would never have that today right but what makes it cool is the atmosphere you get from all of the crazy kind of ethereal sets that they developed for that film Mm -hmm. and it's still a very interesting one to go back and look at and if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it yeah you can watch it for free i watched it on tubi i just threw it on i was like whatever i'm gonna be like milling about the house that I can just do whatever I need to do during the ads. It's fine. But it pops up on pro- like you have to pay for can it right now on Amazon. Can you not just watch it in full on YouTube? I feel like we you could. might be able you might be able to, but I didn't want to because I feel like you're going to get a little bit of like the cut rate quality doing it that way. It's okay. kind of the same thing as like you can go and you can watch Nosferatu, but you're going to get some like questionable like which version do you have and all that. So I was like, ah, it's right here, it's free. Like I'll just do something during the during the ads. Yeah, and that so. is technically in the public domain in the United States, which is why you'll see it pop up sometimes on like YouTube and stuff. But it's not in the public domain in Germany, which is why it then gets pulled back down. Interesting. 
We should uh, really do like it. a second episode on like horror law. Ooh, you know? I am working on a Patreon uh, <laughs> X bonus cast topic about that. Okay, Softball. cool. To be continued. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Jack. Yes, remember sir. When I made that really hilarious joke, I did that bit about having watched the uh, Tom Savini documentary. Yes, before I do. the omnibus, I actually watched it this time. Good, it's great. I liked it a lot. It's it's illuminating. He's a very interesting guy. Uh, is someone who has always really enjoyed his films. Like it was good to go back and see a lot of what made him who he is. Yeah. So that's cool. I was a little surprised. This thing is pretty low budget. It's like it's not super well produced. No, it's not. But it it's all encompassing. Like they don't really miss anything that you would they do exactly what they need to do. Yeah. How about that. Absolutely. They might even do a little bit too much. Like it started to drag on a little it's bit a, with It's some definitely of this. not an HBO documentary. No, no, no. No. So <laughs> it's that big part millions part wear. three. <laughs> right. So that part might wear a little bit, but you can go and you can watch it on Shutter. That's where we both saw it. It's if you like Savini, I'd say it's it's must see TV. So there's that one. Uh, the last one, I don't think I can talk about. I watched a movie for a certain appearance that we're going to make on a certain podcast called Nightmare Junkhead. So Hell yeah, I shall not say its name. You Good. have to tune into their thing. Yes, you must. That's it. That. That's it. That's all you <laughs> yeah. got. Way to I go over the three movies, dude. That's Good, but you, you how your cadence implied you had a fourth. No, you really leave me hanging here. Let's go to the feature presentation. Ah, I think you're you're hanging yourself, man. <laughs> Over at ADCHort.com this week, we watched 2004 or 2005 or 2014's <laughs> Boo! The Boo! Is that it actually the no, Boo? No, it's Boo. That's a tired bit. <laughs> I, I do like that we started to convince you, though. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. Uh, this was a pick from Patreon member Leslie. Leslie, thank you for the pick. Thank you for the support. We appreciate it. But what also, the fuck. <laughs> thanks for thanks for the pick. But also, I'm mad at you. Yeah. Also, you're bad. You did a bad. <laughs> you made a whoops. <laughs> you know now, what? Uh, B B horror is a significant and important part of the horror genre. <laughs> and you know what? We happened to find one that fit that exactly. <laughs> I haven't been on uh, the Patreon page where we like solicited these picks recently. Is there any indication as to why she might have picked this? Do we know? I don't think so. I, okay. I will tell you, in a weird confluence of things, I have an important history with this movie. <laughs> okay. I, so Mark, I, I have to my own the question. DVD of this movie. What the fuck? Okay, what? Jake, you and I have not seen this movie no. before. We didn't even know which one it fucking was. I thought this was. was the Medea Halloween movie. Yeah, now let's be very clear. This movie is a movie called Boo! Exclamation point. Two O's. Yeah. It is from either... Sometimes it's listed in 2004. Sometimes it's listed in 2005. On Amazon Prime, where it's available for free, it's listed as 2014. And sometimes some you reason. can get it in a, in a, in a Walmart, like, second-chance horror DVD bin. And you get it. And it just becomes part of your collection every once in a while. I also I don't know if there's an exclamation point. We're making this too hard. There it's is the an exclamation, exclamation point. point. It's the one that's that's not what Wikipedia says. It's the one that's directed by Anthony Ferrante. Are you sure? Yeah, but if you look yeah. at it, it, it has an exclamation point. If you look at the uh, poster, also no. Yes, Jake's showing me a poster that does not have an exclamation point. So they have their own branding all fucked up is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Which I'm shocked I mean, by considering no seeing the final it's, product. And also it's called Boo. God. What the fuck? God. Oh my god. Okay. Mark? Okay. I'm now Why? seeing this. Yes, it only sometimes has the exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> Great branding, guys. 
I, I can tell you it does have an exclamation point if you pay $2.50 fucking cents to watch this on Vudu. Jack, I'm going to cut you off. Okay. Because you're getting into a very important topic before you derailed yourself. You, <laughs> okay. There was a digression. Now yes. we're coming back. Okay, okay. Mark? Yes? Why do you have a DVD of this film? <laughs> I would like to clarify that my wife has a DVD of this film. I And I don't know why. She surprises me every day. You know what I'm saying? Marriage like, is a beautiful adventure. <laughs> it's a beautiful adventure. And every once in a while, you find out that your wife has a DVD of Boo just lying around. And then, hey, you can try marriage again the next time around. Sure, that first one didn't work out so great. Yeah, you maybe I should just, maybe just clarify my current wife has this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, this was actually one of the ones we watched. I have seen this before. It was one of the ones she showed this to me uh, on one of our first so, few dates. So she's seen this multiple times. The the eagle-eared listener will know that I dated. So I've dated he. my wife now at this point for about fifteen years. I've like dated my wife. <laughs> I mean, you still go on dates. Still You're true. still dating. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Mark. Uh, exactly. So this was one of our first, uh, probably within our first few months of dating, we watched this together. Uh, good memories, but also not good movie spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you watch this, Mark, or did you DVD and chill? Uh, this would have been more of a DVD and chill, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. I, I feel like that is also one of the re- that is one of the cornerstones of horror is being able to do the DVD and chill thing. I fully, where like you that. tune in every once in a while, and the parts you do pay attention for, you end up being scared, so you cuddle closer together. There you go. And you know there this is a super go. scary movie in that way. Oh boy. Okay. 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 Look, Leslie picked this movie. Thankfully for all three of us, she has submitted a thirty-second plot synopsis. So let's take a listen to that. A group goes to an abandoned hospital on Halloween. At the same time, a young man enters the hospital through a mortuary across the street and a tunnel connected through the basement to find his sister and friends who entered the hospital a few days before and haven't been heard from since. There they encounter a ghost who is a psych patient incarcerated for killing children. As a ghost, he is taking over their bodies to escape. One person is having flashbacks of events that led to a fire in the hospital getting shut down. With the help of Dynamite Jones and a nurse played by Dee Wallace, they're able to kill the ghost and escape with their lives. Not bad. I mean, she nailed it. She she got there. Probably would have taken about 10 seconds to get all the way through <laughs> yeah. it. But, but you know what? She took the whole 30. So good on her. Sometimes you got to play in the space, you know? She did mention the most important part of the movie, which is that it features D. Wallace. <laughs> is that the most important part of the movie? It is an important part of the movie. I don't know. <laughs> what would you say is more important than that? That it sucks. That's a... <laughs> 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 that's the thing I'd ra- I'd like to tell people that yeah, that's what people away. need to know about this. First movie. thing I tell someone about Boo is not that D Walls is in it; it's my feelings on the quality <laughs> exactly. of the film. Anyway, that's a bit of rating spoilers for you, there, listener. Um, We're all gonna give it a thumbs up, just so you know. <laughs> when you do, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, like, I'm learning a lot about myself. To... I gave it a I gave it a three, but I'm giving it a thumbs up. He's giving it a thumbs up specifically to 16 year old lovebirds to DVD and chill. No one DVDs and chills. It's on Netflix and chill now, or Voodoo and chill. Is this going to be on Netflix? It's Tubi point? and chill. Apparently, Tubi and chill. Yeah, this is more of a Tubi. No, it's not movie. available on Tubi. I don't know. It's on, I paid it's for on this Amazon fucking Prime. Movie. If this anyone a, wants to watch this, it's on Amazon Prime. You Just paid for it on Hulu? No, I paid for it on Voodoo. Voodoo. I had to I like was... reset. I didn't know I had a Voodoo account, and then I tried to create <laughs> one. And it's like, hey, that email address is already used. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, it's so hard to keep track of all of the different fucking accounts I have. Oh, my God. And apparently there's a credit card down, so whoops. 
Yeah, exactly. They've just been charging me for years. <laughs> um, either way, let's talk about what in the fuck subgenres of horror this movie fits into, except Ghost, because that's mine. Ghost. Haunted House. Yep. Jake? Jake's just shrugging. Uh, that's great on this audio future, media. Future maybe cult classic deserves to be, someone <laughs> said, I think. Oh, 100%. If this, if this one had a trailer, it would be future cult classic. I yeah I don't know I mean you said it earlier Mark I don't even know if we have a category for this but this is about as B as B gets yes it is yeah, yeah. do we, we have a category we need to for add like that do we have a category for like abandoned hospitals I don't think so I feel like that falls under haunted house yeah it does yeah it in a way does. that like there there's the haunted house where like you move in and you live there and then there's the haunted house where like you go to the haunted house to spend a night in the haunted house, like the haunting of the house on Haunted Hill. The ghost and Mr. Chicken. The ghost. Man, one of the best Don Knotts movies out there. One of the best Don Knotts Second movies. only to the incredible Mr. Limpet. Okay. But there's also, like, generally those ones that are, you go and you experience the haunted asylum or the haunted hospital or the haunted prison or whatever the fuck. So would you say it's a sub-subgenre, perhaps? Yeah, I think that probably would fit. Yeah. If only nice. one of us had the document open and we could write that in there. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's why now. I said Haunted House. I feel like that's, I mean, it's basically the same movie. As yeah, yep. I would agree. And, and that's, that's it. it. That's all it is. That's it, man. Yeah. Ghosts. All right. We put it off for long enough. Let's talk about this movie. <laughs> what does it do right? I I actually do feel like this movie does have some creepy shit built into it. I don't know if the execution is quite there, but... They do a few things all right. You're really scraping the bottom of the shit barrel right now. Yeah. When what the movie Nothing. does right, Mark said they do some things all right. He's like, the execution <laughs> wasn't there, but conceptually, you know, I could see what they were going for. <laughs> okay. So first off, the scene with the clown ghost the, When thing. it's hovering and it smiles and shit, that one. Yeah. It's good until they change the face of it and to be no, like I would ar- I would argue against that first statement, but- <laughs> It was I agree fine. with you that it was bad a, after they changed yeah, the face of it. It got worse. It was fine. That was one of the better scenes in the film. I remembered it, so that's something. Uh, the scene and the scene immediately post seeding that with Emmett when it's revealed that he's actually a ghost the whole time. Emmett's the one who gets the the pipe into his brain. Well, you're touching on something that I do think the movie does right, which is you don't get a bunch of it, but there there is noteworthy practical here. That's most what I was notably say. the That's dog. The big one, yeah. Yeah, when the dog comes back, goo dog come, come backs to life. Duchess, <laughs> Duchess, when Dutch comes back to life and they blow its brains out. I mean, that looks pretty good. And I think when, that's fine. When they you say blow its brains out, you mean they shoot it once and it explodes. Yes, <laughs> into, they do. Into something filled with dynamite. There is gore on every wall somehow. And that is precisely what it does. Yeah. Correctly. Exactly. And and it also looks pretty good. Like the pipe in the head. That's all gooey. Yeah. It looks pretty good too. And that's what I was going for. And the acting of Emmett's character up to that scene where he gets fucking lambasted right in this brainium is actually like decent. I, I, I like that buildup where he seems like he's real and then he gets brained by the pipe and he has We're the not thing in the section of, of what the movie does decently, Mark. <laughs> ah, but no, I, I think you'll find but that we are, Jack. Compared, <laughs> compared to everyone else, his acting is spot on. No, no, no. The detective is the best actor of the bunch. The detective? Yeah. Who's the de- the cop? Yeah. The Napoleon the Jones actor? or whatever the fuck his name is? The actor that kicks matchsticks and stuff? Yeah. Wait. Fine. Is he sure. an actor in the movie? Well, yeah, he plays. Yes, he's yes, an he's actor dynamite. playing an actor. In the the black exploitation. Why the fuck is he in this movie? It's so confusing. But oh, he's the best God. actor in it. Whatever. Fine. Fine. 
There's so care. many there's so many layers of, of exploitation. <laughs> this is goddamn exhausting. Um nothing else. Nothing I, else. Look, I, I don't want to shit on the movie too hard. I but do. I can't think of anything else that did right. I do. So. I do. This movie I, sucks. <laughs> I have okay. I I I would like to have something that I'm sort of couching is what the movie does wrong, but I think you can leverage it as what the movie does right. Which is that this movie is so unfocused and chaotic that it actually sort of excels at making like individually creative and interesting scenes that you do not have to pay attention to except for that lone individual self-contained thing. And in that way, it makes itself perfect as a B-movie for like being on in the background of a party. We we have constantly talked about this more toward the beginning of our podcast about how like how good movies are just put on in the background. This is a good background movie because like if you pay attention to the whole thing, it fucking sucks. If you pay attention to one scene, it's fine. It's totally good. (laughs) Okay, this movie is best paid attention to if you don't give a shit about what is happening. And Which, also don't pay attention to it. And actually don't pay attention to it. It's it's actually decent if you're only watching like one or two scenes at a time. So actually, you know, I think like the typification of this is I was borderline excited to see this because when we figured out that this was not the boo of Medea Halloween, you were like, no, this is actually, it's, it's about an asylum. People go in there. It's actually kind of creepy. There's ghosts. I was kind of excited. The less I'm sorry. you know about the actual movie, the further away you get from the end product, the better it is. Case in exactly. point, just you give me a description of what the movie is. This exactly, it's great so, if you just watch the trailer. Like, what the fuck, man? This is on at a Halloween party. You, you show up. There's a there's an inside out dog getting exploded by a handgun. You're like, okay, cool. If this is on at a Halloween party, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that because part of me is going to be, I'll I'll be like, okay, respect. You chose to put boo on. Now that I know what it is, uh-huh. and part of me is going to be like, "What the why? fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> why? Why? Yeah. That's this would be a pretty hipster Jake, movie. To I feel like you're party. you're dangerously close to making that like uh, what bullshit argument? What's the the safest form of safe sex? Right? Abstinence. What's the the best thing about this movie is not watching it. Yeah, you that's can a say hipster that. thing. Hold on, we're saying no, that no, no, hipsters no. are no, now no, 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 no. Jake, Jake had advanced past my point, but I wanted to say it. Okay, he reeled me back in for a split second. We're all over the place, Mark, just like this movie. You know what this movie reminded me of when you're watching people walk through this asylum and these things sort of just happen in contained little sequences? Deep Rising. Yeah, okay. I buy that. Yeah, 100%. I'm in on that. It has it has a similar Deep, Deep Rising, Rising is a way vastly superior yeah, film. Yeah, way more fun. Which is saying something. Yeah, that oh movie's my also God, not Deep Rising good. sucks. That movie's a good <laughs> B movie. This movie is a B movie that's bad. So. <laughs> You know, I don't even know if Deep Rising is a good B movie. It's a B movie. It's, it's acceptable. No, in the, in the same way, like if you want an exceptionally good version of this movie, watch Last Shift. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, it's it's, it's the so movie to- that this so totally probably different. should have been, where there is so totally. one narrative, but each individual scene is its, it's own ju- like thing. vignette. Yeah, yeah. Um, was this movie trying to be funny? Yes. I couldn't tell yes. if there were jokes that didn't work or just stilted dialogue in general or no. both. It's I think it was funny. trying to be funny in the way that they knew that it wasn't good, but they were trying to make a horror movie. They wouldn't have included the whole, like, the character we were just talking about. I don't know anyone's name in this movie. No, either. it's impossible. The exploitation cop. Yeah. They wouldn't have included him if that Dynamite was Dynamite Jones. Pure humor. Dynamite like, every Jones. scene with him in it. Every scene with him in it is. I got a Dynamite Jones. I'm done. I'm done with my take. I don't care anymore. Podcast Fuck. is over. Fuck it. I quit. 
<laughs> I got a dynamite chonzo, baby. Ooh. You guys don't know that song? Come on. What are you Can doing? Can you scarecrow him, please? <laughs> I got uh, His name's Dig Wayne, playing Arlo. Dig? His name is Dig, playing Arlo, playing dynamite. Fucking don't care. <laughs> uh, but seriously, do you want to expand on why you think he's the best actor in the movie? Oh, because everybody else is a lousy actor. It's an actively bad actor. He could at least deliver lines without his eyes darting around the fucking room like a lunatic. Like they're reading cue cards? <laughs> as though <laughs> they were. Uh, one of the funny things is we did watch this on DVD. I didn't watch this on Amazon Prime. And there were, uh, you know, the special special features that were available on the disc. So we did watch the making of... <laughs> Boo. Wait, wait, <laughs> hold on. Wait, hold on now. You, uh, you can continue in a second, but this DV- you're telling me this DVD had actual special features. It wasn't like special features. Interactive Dolby menu. surround sound. <laughs> Interactive menu. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, no, they had they had the special features of making of. They had the practical effects. Uh, I'd be interested in. They had that some part concept art, and then I think they had the previews. <laughs> they didn't have a director's uh, commentary. How long is the making of? Each of them were about 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Each of them were 15. How many were there? I literally just said this. There were three and then also Each special feature was 15 minutes long. Not each making of, I think. He said it confusedly, Jake. There's only, one sp- there's only one making of. How many making of? You said it you like there were multiple. There are. You did. You did, Mark. Okay. Well, you I really apologize. Did. There was I- one making of. It was about 15 minutes long. And one of the things they mentioned was that the guy who plays Arlo, Dig Wayne, was like one of the anchors on the set of like going around to the individual actors being like, hey, do you think that do you think your character would say this? How do you think your character would say this? Maybe we need to like workshop this dialogue a little bit. And then the funny thing was they cut to the uh, the the scene that uh, Dynamite Jones has with the detective guy, whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, they're talking about, he's like, I'm a real nine to five or whatever the, I don't know. Oh my God. Yes. And he's yes. like, yeah, this, this seems natural. This seems like good dialogue. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly how we'd interact. <laughs> Mark, I cannot imagine having the mental wherewithal to, after you've completed this movie, sit down and subject yourself to more of it. He likes this movie. This Are is you the longest hour this. and a half of my life. He I likes this movie. Jack, this, look, I'm, I'm sorry. This is this is a fun movie. This, I mean, it's, I. This is one of those weird ones. I am objectively ready and willing to admit that it is bad. B a b a y u d bad. But also sort of fun and entertaining in a weird way. Fucking. I this was one where I couldn't do it. I I was also I started playing The Witcher three uh, on the Switch while it was on, and it still felt like the longest movie. I I've was ever so seen. mad. How many hands of Gwent did you get through? I was so mad I don't at this like movie. Gwent. I was so mad at this movie. <laughs> I'm I'm trying I'm trying over here. I, uh, uh, whoop. I'm trying to be an adult over here. So like during the week when we're not doing this, I'm like you know living healthy and stuff. Five minutes into this movie, I had to go get a beer. Oh, my God. There's no other way. Right? On, like, well, a weeknight, I'm, you know, I'm trying I'll, to be an adult. I watched it this morning, and I was one of the most hungover I've been in quite some time, mm-hmm. and that did not help. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You also paid for it, which also didn't help. Fuck. <laughs> well, I, I went to look for it. It said it was from 2014 on Amazon. I was like, well, that's certainly not right. You should have taken my method, man. Oh, just do it? Yeah, just see. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's Jake's method. Just do it. He's the one who has the copyright on just do it. Yeah, yeah. Jake invented that. <laughs> yeah, he I did. didn't say it's my did. motto. I said it's my method. I can be a Nike disciple. Get out of here. Okay, fine. 
Is that going to take us to Dust Metal? Do you guys have a Dust Metal? Fuck no. What? I mean, sure. I, everything you were saying about like yeah, the it, doesn't, it does decently, it doesn't <laughs> land. It doesn't land it, but its intent is there. Is what the movie does middle because having a group of I don't know they're adults, whatever. Having a group of people go to an asylum and weird, creepy shit happens is tried and true. Like, we've all seen movies like this we like. You mentioned Last Shift. There's Session 9. Like, these movies exist. They just aren't this movie. Yeah. Yep. So there, you you get the intent, and I that's what it does middle. But then everything that you're seeing on screen is just taking you further and further from acceptability, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything that does middle. Uh, Mark, do you? I would say that this movie, what this movie does middle is how cheesy it is. So there's two things here. One is that the visual effects are pretty incredible. We already talked about the practical side. They are in service of a generally cheesy aesthetic. And on top of that, there is so much Foley in this movie. There is an exceptional amount of sound design that goes into this. And it is entirely based around like what, mp3 files were readily available on freesound.net <laughs> <laughs> freesounds.biz sounds with yeah, a z exactly uh and and in that way like it has this weird charm to it where it's like not scary or not well made but it is b right it's 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 kind of what people are expecting when they get to a shitty horror movie it it delivers in a way that is satisfying, but not particularly good. Nope, <laughs> it's unsatisfying to me. Like I, I get, I get is. in taking enjoyment from movies that like aren't great, that are these kind of cheesy B movies. I did not get anywhere near that feeling from this movie. Well, I would say that none of the three of us are particularly uh, in love with the entire ideology of B movies at all. We, yeah, th- we don't have is, any beef. This is not the podcast if that's what you're after, right? Like, yeah. none of us really want that. We prefer the well made horror movies. Correct. Yeah. Or at least the earnestly yeah. made horror movies that end up being just terrible. Well, those have, there's a lot to say about those. Yeah. This is not one of those. And those no. are very few and far between. And I think frequently, you, I mean, usually they would, movie makers would prefer to make a, an intentionally bad or to, at least an intentionally like low budget and kind of shitty approximation of a horror movie than an actual like earnest bad horror movie there aren't that many people who are so incompetent that they don't understand that the product they're making is objectively bad but they're leaning into it with like their whole being the only that way that doesn't really exist status, outside man. of the room that's how you become a cult classic a future, right, cult, future classic. cult classic a future cult classic yeah those don't really exist outside of maybe like three or four movies i don't know about that but i I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. So as far as there are okay. movies that have that, that are kind of leaning into that B aesthetic, those are the two things this movie does right, which is that the visual the visual effects are pretty good and are exceptionally cheesy. Where if you shoot a ghost or maim a ghost at all, they literally just explode like a stick of dynamite. Or uh, every single thing in this movie somehow makes a depth of sound effects like everything you can find on free sound pertaining to dog whimpering. Like the the sound you make yeah. when you click on a dog coming out of the kennel in Command and Conquer. Free sounds.biz. Okay, no, that Mark. is exactly... if you Look, if you go out back and you play Command and Conquer Red Alert and you build a kennel and you 
pl- and you build a dog unit, the sound that it makes is exactly the sound that Duchess makes at the beginning of this movie. Mark, it's weird. you're a gamesman. Could I play Red Alert Command and Conquer 2 on my laptop? 100%. Yes, you could. How do I do that? Super. Do you purchase it and then play it? It'll I, run on like Windows 10. I don't have to do any weird things. Dude, that, that game came out. I don't know, 15 years ago? You can you can run that on Windows 95. That's what I mean, but there, I can't run Fallout 3 because it won't run on Windows 10. Yeah, Fallout 3 is a weird thing, man. But that's, that's what, that's really all I was bad at coding. Talk to me like I'm a dumbass. But no, 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 no. Here's what you need to understand. Bethesda is exceptionally bad at making their things compatible with anything else. It's they're, they're no, one of, great, They, they create they incredible games, but also they're incredibly bad at making games. <laughs> And uh, the movie makers of this particular film only adopted the latter half of that strategy. Nice. Yeah. So in any case, <laughs> yes, super easy to play any Command and Conquer game. I'm doing There's that also tonight. legacy collections that have all of them in it. You can you can play them very well. I'm doing very that simply. tonight. Yeah. You should. And you should. Fuck Which yeah. is going to take us to what the movie does wrong, I think. All of it. It. I assume, yeah, movie. I assume we don't have anything to talk about here. Oh, my God. Let's start with the plot. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to die. I'm having trouble with this category because there's so much. So it's overwhelming. Good. It's a paradox of choice. Yeah. Uh, let's plot? start okay. with the story. Okay. Let's start with the story. It makes no fucking sense. Okay. There's a group of four college kids. The two males. Is it established that they're in college? One of them is definitely in college. One of the women is definitely in college. Okay. Um, the two men, I think, dared the two women to do it. And also one of them wanted to cheat on the other one with the other they've been girl. cheating they've been cheating but then there's the other one classic that they know horror trope who's everyone also cheats there. on everybody else. yeah yeah and they just want to do it because it's there because it's halloween because it's ha- halloween okay then we've got the brother sister combo the brother comes in to look for long hair mcgillicuddy 80s hunk feathered hair guy yeah he comes to the hospital he is to a dreamboat find his yeah sister. but he has the personality of a fucking slab of concrete <laughs> to, is he is he there to find his sister yes he is his uh, sister yes. went disappeared and apparently this is the only place she could have gone and also his best friend is dynamite jones or whatever the how f- and the, oh, okay. his, oh dynamite jones worked with his dad and his dad died in in the and, force or whatever and then why is dynamite jones following them because following he feels him? a sense of responsibility to the kid because he was partnered with the kid's dad who had died when they were partners or some shit. And that's how they all wind up in the... the oh, fucking... my God. Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. This is like every... I feel like the writer... writer <laughs> There's or literally writers, no reason for Nine to My Jones to be involved. <laughs> they were just like every idea they had in like five coffee shop sessions. They just were like, we can't get rid of any of these. No, Put them all gold. together. They're all out. gold. Put them... Yeah. <laughs> Pass the coke. work. <laughs> Bad choice. It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> Hold so, on. So, bring your picky... Bring your picky nail over here. This would have worked. This would have worked... Way better if it had been one. I mean, okay, you could have done this as one of those two things, right? Kid who's looking for his sister, and then there's Dynamite Jones, or group of kids go to asylum. Right. It would have worked a lot better. Or, I'm willing to give it those two. If but this, doing both is too much. If this movie had any sense of a cohesive tone, it could have worked to have like a, as a goof, right? As like kind of the the start of like a the House on Haunted Hill, just like a here's a scene. We're all here. Why are we all here? Random reasons. That's kind of fun. Let's get to the good movie part of things, right? It just neglected to do any of that. And there's, yeah, where they're each like part of a will, and they each have a somehow some connection to the ancestor. 
but but I'm even saying like even if they had done this exact reason for all them being there, if they treated it differently, like just they all found themselves here and they had a kind of you could have a kind of funny scene of like. I don't know. We're daring each other. I'm looking for my sister. I was just following that guy. I'm Dynamite Jones. That could have been kind of funny. <laughs> and then he shoots somebody in the head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So so that makes no. It's terrible. It's terribly written. Put this together. movie has the deft touch of Thirteen Ghosts. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Fuck. That yeah. This is too. this is essentially Thirteen Ghosts, but with a like lower budget and worse writing, and exactly as much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less. That's all oh, these right. movies Mark likes. <laughs> <laughs> Add to that, not only is the story generally terrible, there's so many specific points where they could solve the problems immediately and they just don't. Like, they yes. can get out of this fucking hospital so Hallmark, easily. It's, Hallmark of B Horror. All of the obstacles are easily surmountable. That's the oh, smallest The door key. is, like, lightly boarded up and you can literally just easily pry off any of the boards. Okay, just pry off, was, like, three more boards and don't give up and then leave. Just this was also going to be in nitpicks, but I'll talk about it now. You can't pry a fucking door open with a plank, with a two-by-four. That's not... You can't wedge it in between the cracks of the door. He's not, like, prying boards off of a Jack, door. Jack, He's we, prying a locked door open using a plank of Jack, wood. It doesn't work. Jack, I don't want to pull you back in a moment moment of passion but we've <laughs> got to try to keep it to the not nitpicks for the moment oh, there's enough to discuss here that's really just egregious i okay? i appreciate what jack is bringing to the table though because this is one of the things this movie does wrong which is one of the both this is a staple of b horror which is that the things that are preventing you from correcting the like pro- like providing the solution to the problem are incredibly easy to do but people don't do them for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, that's the whole thing, man. There's a few. It. There's like literally a sparse amount of boards in front of the exit, and all you have to do is leave. And somehow you can't figure out how to pry those boards. Like, yo, it's not hard to pry boards off of a door. I'm not a hurricane. I can get past that shit. Yeah. Yep. It's a. Uh, I'm not a hurricane. <laughs> it's ah, uh, god. Yeah. Something these aren't. These aren't like board. These aren't like windows with bars on them or anything like that you you can easily just fucking leave everyone on them has tools useful for removing themselves from this building it's not difficult so but instead they decide to get into the elevator and go and and then and then when they get into the stairwell and they're like oh my god we're trying the third floor they don't even try the experiment of having someone spaced equally across like multiple floors and then they could all see at least establish that everyone can see the third floor uh, when there so, are five floors apart. So like, that's a fun that's a fun science experiment. You can you can make like an infinite amount of energy from that. <laughs> God, yeah, uh, just all all of the writing about this movie is bad. Correct. Uh, let's also then talk about the acting because these. <laughs> what pers- this movie this- does wrong is all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think that the acting in the room is worlds no. superior to this. No. Oh my god! What? At yeah, least, you, that's that's a bad take. They that's display some emotion. They, they like they try to display the emotion the character they're portraying would be having. What it's were... also bad. But in this movie, there is nothing displayed. All of them are. I am reading my I lines. Can't. And it's it, not oh that bad. It's, it's so bad. bad. It's bad, Jack. It's bad. <laughs> but you, this is like heavy recency bias, and probably also probably. a little bit of like. The Room is a massive, massive cult classic because look at it. Obviously. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of that going on, probably. too. I don't know what that would be called, whatever that bias that is. But, yeah. There are and there's probably a hangover classic. bias, too. 
so many biases. <laughs> the, the acting's bad, but c- comparing it to the room's too much. It's too okay. much. Bridge too far. Well, but that's also an interesting thing that you can do because the the room has an impossibly bad script with actors who are trying to make it work. And in a way, this is kind of similar where it's the script isn't good and they're pulling from a pool of actors who are very low. This is their initial exposure to, you know, performing. So in a way, Jack actually has a good point where he's he's saying, like, you know, maybe, maybe this is this isn't the best execution. And it also on the script that is that is given to them is also very much lacking. So you have two different things working in combination, and it's difficult to separate the, the, the bad script from the bad performance. Yes. I actually think that a few of them are giving a decent performance, but the script is <laughs> really bad. <laughs> like Kevin or whatever his name is? Villain guy? Oh, Who? fuck what? that guy. Who are you referring to? Uh yeah, who? so the main ghost, uh, th- that's what we're talking about, right? The guy, the guy who burns down the hospital Jacob. in the first place. That's Jacob. 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 Yes, he actually does a pretty good job. And based off of my understanding from the uh, like made-for-TV movie side note special effect special features on the DVD, he was like fully in character in a way. He was like weirdly method acting around set where he was just like walking around in makeup, scaring people, Jesus, which is cool. But like, there's only so much you can do with the role you're given. He does a good job. I like him. He's a good actor, but kind of a tough role. I disagree with all of the first part of what you said. I do not think he does a good job. I, okay, I, mean, I I don't think there is an appreciable difference between if you put him in the role and you put, like, I don't know, Matt Damon in that role. But, like, they, they, name, name who you would want to put in that role who you think would do a better job. Thomas Jane. <laughs> you nailed I, it. I think, he does a, <laughs> I think he does a pretty good job, man. I don't <laughs> think Tom Jane would do a better job. I, you I, bite oh, your tongue. On. Let me qualify. I do think Tom Jane would do a, a better job. I don't think Tom Jane would do... An appreciably better job. Where like you suddenly you're like, oh, that Tom Jane guy. So we're just okay. gonna have to hard disagree on that one. <laughs> they they knew the script was shit, so they tr- they didn't try to get out ahead of themselves on who they got for it. I'm really Why trying hard money? not to shit on a film that is made by people who like just love the genre and are trying to put something out there. We you know I, I do appreciate that they went out and they made a fucking horror movie. That's exactly cool. that's what I'm saying. Is these people like put their heart and souls into this shit and they, they did a decent job, but no, it's they not didn't good. do a decent job. They absolutely Mark, didn't I'm not, do a decent Mark, job. I'm not willing. I'm not willing to go there. You're trying to play this bullshit card where it's like, let's feel bad, or like not bad, but like let's not be dicks to these people who are trying to make that card is the card you play when there is the honest attempt. This guy's the guy that fucking does Sharknado. Okay, this guy knows what he's doing, sir. He, yeah. So that's the thing we haven't gotten to yet. The director of this movie also directed the entirety of the Sharknado franchise. Yeah, he and like give a fuck about. Quality. He doesn't no, give a fuck, and that Mark. first Sharknado movie is fun, and it's like a good movie. The that original exists Sharknado as a thing. is entertaining. Yeah, because this is not that. Exactly. You can't do that. Like that's such an absurd. Co- there, there you go. Absurd concept can work entertaining and not be, and bad, but but yeah. it's fun. Yeah, and then here, if you try to apply that, like whatever, there's certain bone that this dude has. Whatever doesn't work here. No. This is a less crazy concept, and then it doesn't pan out. Yep. 
And also, he's charging people money for this fucking piece of shit, which is like almost a war crime. He's, I mean, he's not, though, because it's free. I paid $2.50 for it, and I want my money back. That's on you, buddy. <laughs> that is on you this time. <laughs> I can't believe you. I'm bringing it to The Hague. Oh my god! I oh feel my like god. I feel like you should make this as like a story on our Instagram of like you protesting the amount of money you spent on this. <laughs> I'd like a refund. I watched the entire film. It worked successfully. Your your service voodoo worked fine. I want a refund. But also, this was bad, and you should feel bad for providing this <laughs> I, as an you option. Know what? I'm gonna shoot him an email asking for a refund. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Huh, this was his... Listener, stay tuned to our Instagram, I suppose. This was his first feature. Yeah, it was. And that was actually one thing that did underscore in their in their special features was like this was a way to get people exposure and to allow people to sort of hone their skills. And you know what? If this guy ended up creating Sharknado, which is not itself a very good movie, but also is Sharknado. Yes. Fuck it. This is this is worthwhile. Okay, so okay. As I, a thing that exists in the world, not as a thing that anybody should spend any amount of time. I will. I will follow you on the. If you need to get your reps in with this movie, and otherwise Sharknado wouldn't exist. Like whatever. My feelings for Sharknado are not high, but I can appreciate what it is. I'll go with you on that. That's fine. Yeah. This has but, been sort of our stance on uncorked movies in yeah. general, of just like whatever, so, get people the experience they need to make yeah. better horror movies. Speaking hold on, of which, hold on, I hold was on. very shocked that this was an uncorked movie. I was like, that existed in two thousand five. I was a little, <laughs> or is it just being distributed by uncorked presently? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, please Jeff. hold. Yeah. So we looked it up. It appears to have been picked up by Uncorked in the recent past. It was not like originally produced or distributed by Uncorked. I think that makes sense. Yes. Which so so I had the DVD. We not we, but my wife bought this from Walmart discount bin whatever in like 2005. My god. Uh also a war crime. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this does not have any mention of Uncorked in it. I thought you were joking earlier in our chat about no, like, heavens Uncorked. No. Oh, no. Literally, the first thing that greets you when you buy this uh, rented on Voodoo is Uncorked Entertainment. Yeah, that immediately sent me into a tailspin. <laughs> Interesting. So so this this existed, and then Uncorked bought it and presented it to us. That's what happened. Appears it to be the it case, sounds yeah. like that's what happened. That's hey, they know their brand, on. and I'm going to give that to them. Sure. Yeah. I, I, have no, I have no qualms with this being an Uncorked thing. Makes sense. No, it checks it, out. In so far as like we like Uncorked because they give amateur filmmakers ways of expressing themselves and kind of refining those muscles and flexing a little bit, and if they create cool shit like, like Life Changer, for example, like Life Changer, Life for Changer example, good, except yeah. that's an international film distribution that's an entirely separate part of their business model. But yeah, like they do cool shit every once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate Uncorked as a thing that exists. I, I do not appreciate hilarious. this movie as a thing that exists. That, this movie was made in 2005, and somehow the movie studio that was created in like 2013 or something then adapted old shit into being something that was like part of my horror whatever upbringing. Oh, that's hilarious. Love it. <laughs> I love all of this. Uh, well, before we move too far from the feel from the acting, I do remember, I'm looking at my notes here that I didn't have up earlier. I do have... 
the cheating scene is the worst acting I legitimately think I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so it's not, bad. It's not good. I might They're splice like, oh, in some of that audio yeah, here. We're being dirty. <laughs> we're doing something we shouldn't. Ah, I hope none of us die because of ghosts. <laughs> I don't think you have to splice anything, and he hit it. He nailed he hit it. it perfectly. He na- nailed it yeah. in one. Uh, <laughs> another thing this movie does absolutely wrong is for the attention they paid to to the practical effects. There's other effects things that are just so low budget and obviously low budget that like I could think of ways to fix and do better. I'm thinking specifically of the police, the the Dynamite Jones's walkie-talkie. Like that's a Radio Shack fucking walkie-talkie, and not at all with the police use. And all you have to do is like Radio Shack. If you mount it to the dashboard of his car, uh-huh. very simple to do. That problem goes away for me. Like, if you put it on a show, there's so many ways to make that look. Cut off the fucking antenna. It's, Jesus, it's a radio show. That's a, to talk to your little brother and three doors down in your house at walkie-talkie. Dude, have we blown the whistle yet? Jesus. No, that's actively what it does wrong, because there's a lot of shit like that. Blow the fucking whistle. Closer to not thinking about this movie. That was, that, okay. Okay, it symbolizes something near the end. Hey, why the fuck is she carving a jack-o'-lantern on Halloween night? On Halloween, it's too late. stupid. You fucked up. My first nitpick is that. It's already dark, too. The kid, she's already like trickling out. She's carving her pumpkin on Halloween at 9 (laughs) p.m. And she appears to be someone, like, that was the first, like, I immediately knew this was going to be fucked. Because she's uh, set up as someone who likes and is interested in Halloween. She has candles that are jack-o'-lantern. She's got this stupid sweater on. And you're just now carving your... No, fuck you. That's not how it works. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Then the very next scene where a boyfriend comes in and pretends to, like, cut her. Where did the fake blood... Was it, it on was the, the knife? knife? Yeah, it's one of the joke knives. But why do you need it in that case? Well, that's not part of the that's game. Yeah, the there, are those, there are those joke knives that, like, you stab people with, and then in the knife is the is the fake blood. But that's but, not... The, but the, the, the joke is he's scaring her. She's not going to be afraid. Like, she's not going to, like... Like after is, that whole experience, is there like, a second level to the joke where she's like, "Wait, oh my god, I'm you might have slipped oh my throat." God. Like, what? No, obviously there isn't. Ugh. That's for the like. Okay, I don't know about that. I feel like people might be like, they might touch their like the stab wound, the the stensible stab wound, and be like, "Oh my god, there's blood." Mark, this that's is... okay. So that's for the viewer, <laughs> and in that respect, it's sort of. It sort of works for a second. I but actually then- do like in that scene. I do really, really like. This was a neat pick of mine that they show him behind her. Sure. When the when the uh, when the trick or treater is kind of saying like, and that other guy, he's wearing a costume, but yeah, you're she not. Mentions like, what's it, going yeah. on? And then you can see in the frame that the guy disappears. Because one of my biggest nitpicks with all of horror all time is that like, just the person disappears while everyone's looking at them. And in this one, we're actually allowed to see that they'd leave the frame. I did like that. That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, when they turn on the power to the abandoned hospital, why does turning on the lights shake dust off all of the lamps and shit? Was there a mechanical electric switch in the lights? Why is that shaking dust? Jakong! And then all <laughs> yeah. the dirt falls They also off. turned the plumbing on. There hasn't been water movement in a while. Yeah. And there's plumbing through <laughs> the lamps, apparently. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah, the plumbing is also how they wire everything. God. That's standard practice, Jack. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I have five different notes about how you cannot use a motherfucking plank to pry open a locked door. That's too many notes. <laughs> uh, that. It was all oh, I too much hated. Ener- it. That's too much so energy. Upset. Can we talk energy. about can we talk about real quick how this Maybe. movie contains a scene where he shoots a 
bullet at a lock and the bullet ricochets to hit somebody because that's not how that works. That has, that's not how that works. That that right? Hits bullet him. ricochet hits mechanics him, yeah. have not been that way since an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in like 1999. I Bullets don't Mark, ricochet like that. Mark, I mean, considering could hit someone. Considering your other viewpoints on this movie, I don't think you're allowed to make that particular nitpick. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'll just shut up for the rest of this. That's not what I'm saying, dude. You can continue. I'm just going to probably berate you. It'll be fine. <laughs> You're going to berate me no matter what. This is what our podcast is. You do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> it feels of the world is what I'm saying. It feels of the world. This is such a stupid thing. That, <laughs> that they live them- in a specific circumstance where if they shoot a bullet at something, it reflects some equal and equal and equivalent whatever. Fuck you. God damn it. What I oh wow you <laughs> what I I've been drinking willing, a lot today. I am willing to allow for a bat sort of ricochet type maneuver in a world where they cannot get out of this fucking hospital. Yet they can pry open the locked door to get in with a fucking plank. Okay, I'm was fine that your this. fourth or your fifth note? Fourth. Okay, cool. <laughs> What's your fifth one? Plank exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I'm having fun talking about this movie. It's fine. Good. There's I mean, the scene. That, that is the fun thing about B horror movies, right? Is like they suck. This is the most fun I've had with this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nitpicks are the fun part. Yeah. Neat pick. <laughs> Neat pick. It's great it's to talk about talk afterwards about. and hate on together. Yeah, exactly. I would have preferred. Watching I would like this to point out that this movie is a weird thing where it has the idea that <laughs> someone has cell phone reception. He has the cops on the phone call. <laughs> He's talking to them. He has a 911 dispatch saying like, hey, we're in trouble. Come get us. And instead of being a level-headed, normal person saying, here's where we are. Come get us. He closes the phone and throws it against a wall in frustration. (laughs) I can't believe it. There's the scene where the one woman is walking with her arms at her sides. Jake, I'm doing this maneuver like this. Kind of like what? Like a puppet marionette. And she just like walks across the room and it's never addressed. Nobody mentions it. It's I don't not rem- for any I don't reason. This. I might have not been paying attention, shockingly. God, I glanced up from following my Witcher senses, and I saw that stupid shit, wrote a note when about it. That? I don't remember that at like all. Like, halfway through. Hmm. I'll tell you the notes that are right around it. Uh, okay. It's right before the cheating scene. It's right before cheating is the worst acting I might have ever seen. Huh. I don't remember it. Wait, was it a, the girl? Yeah. Not the, the little, little girl. girl. No, not the little girl. No, no, no. Like, the main blonde woman. Weird. So your nitpick is that someone moves unhumanly? Yes, but not. She's not possessed at that point. There's no for no to no end. I I have a hard time understanding what exactly you're nitpicking because uh, do do you think that the director gave her? Yeah, she doesn't walk like it for the rest of the movie. For any other point in the movie, she moves slightly regularly if stilted. So, do you think this is a bad performance on the actress's actor or actress? Who, who are we talking about here? Actor, actress. actress. Actress's part? Everybody's just an or actor. Or do you Mark. think that the director gave her a direction saying, hey, keep your arms at your sides like you're a ghost Marianne. demon? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Either way, it sucks. Wow. Interesting. I mean, I, I mean the there, there, there is an Occam's razor to these things of like either it was a choice by the actor or there was a direction by the director. Yeah, and I don't care which one. It sucked. <laughs> but it happened, I suppose. Okay. Yes, that's why I'm talking about it. Interesting. Uh, hey, when 
she goes into the locker because she's uncovering shit, mm-hmm. and she pulls off the tacked-on metal plate that says locker number three or whatever number it is. Yeah. And there's masking tape underneath that. Explain to me this world. Explain to me what I. I you didn't want to carve something into the locker. I guess you didn't have the budget to engrave the locker to have something actually like his name underneath it. That's kind of weird too, though, because you have the set. Yeah. But the. I don't Jack, know. Masking I, tape in, in a under- weird way. I think you've discovered something that is incredibly wrong with my life in general, which is that facilities never provides the actual thing you want them to do, and they end up just sticking nameplates to things using double-sided masking tape. No, no, no. This it is, wasn't. That is Mark, one of the most realistic things about Mark, this movie. It was not frankly. stuck on using double-sided masking tape. It was tacked in there. She used a knife to pry it off like they're all hard metal plates stuck onto lockers on there. Underneath it, there was his name written in masking tape on the spot where it once was. So somebody hmm. wrote his name in masking tape, taped it on there, and then put this metal nameplate and like did the rivets on the, the metal number plate on top of the masking tape. Honestly, and- that still sort of rings true. <laughs> Not to me, it doesn't. <laughs> the The alternative is so... Those lockers come with the number plates on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it, that is that is super <laughs> weird. I don't know. They went out of their way to make it harder on themselves like in this the, situation. In, yes. in the narrative of the movie, the only, like, the way it happens is that these lockers came originally without number plates, and then they were upgraded in the 90s and got number plates, and they didn't take the masking tape off. They just riveted a number plate on, even though the locker was built to have the fucking number plate on it. <sighs> I honestly, that's not far f- removed from what I've seen. Where you install lockers, the lockers are not fancy enough to have names on them. You put na- you put whatever uh, masking tape name on it, and then someone just rivets over a name tag. That sorta is exactly how things usually work. No, but th- but these lockers <laughs> in particular are built to have the name plates on them. They have the holes already in them. It's. I mean, I get it. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's it's not the best execution, but also. I don't know. I, in general, with these things, I also am in favor of Occam's Razor, where it's just like, I don't know, they did, probably didn't make themselves, they, they didn't make it, like, actively harder on themselves. They didn't go out of their way to make it seem more unrealistic that there wasn't a nameplate. No, they just put absolutely no attention into how they, they had this idea, they wanted the reveal of this locker's actually his, and they put precisely zero effort into figuring out how to do it realistically. Okay. That flask I, uh, is too I, small. I've run out of ways of defending this. <laughs> <laughs> that flask is too small. That flask has like a shot and a half in it, maybe? That's this tiny little flask. <laughs> it's a tiny little flask. <laughs> I don't know. It's very conceivable, though. You can take it into sporting events, Jack. You can take That's it into sporting events. So you keep events. the decoy flask in like your boot so that when you get frisked, they take that away and you're like, oh, what? That's my flask. Oh, no. How am I going to enjoy this thing? But the real and then you flask, walk in and then you have like three more flasks. On the your real mind. flask was in the left eye of your binoculars. Remember when the student union oh, building yeah. at CU sold binoculars that one of the eyes was a flask? <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> the that. Fucking dumbasses weren't smart enough to check at the games. <laughs> they so sold I- it at the student union building. <laughs> God. Why? Why do all these like, so like oh, half the students are unscrewing their binoculars? It's like eighteen-year-olds oh, need binoculars to look twenty <laughs> feet to the field. <laughs> They're smart enough to check. Oh my god! I think I think it's like the the beer in a paper bag, right? It's an unwritten rule. There's a detente there. Sure, yeah, they you know. paid the school a lot of money yeah. for these binoculars, and so yeah. they won't arrest you for sneaking booze into the game. Sure, it's fair. I have another nitpick. Go. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Is so, it with the CU Student Union Building? Skull Buffs? No, I mean, that's a separate snippet. Okay. But this movie goes out of its way to demonstrate that if you shoot or in other ways maim a ghost in this, <laughs> in, in this haunted asylum, it explodes in a way that is like a corpse filled with dynamite. There's blood and guts everywhere to the point where one of the characters actually dies because she is so covered in guts. Yep. And then <laughs> Arlo, later, when they're going down the laundry chute from the third floor, empties his clip into a ghost who explodes. One of one of the friends of the lady who's been yep. there for a long time. Yep. And he is not covered even one little bit in ectoplasm or blood or guts or <laughs> I whatever. I like ecto- ectoplasm's good. I like it. It's basically ectoplasm. When yeah. when when they kill the guy earlier, he explodes all over everybody, and the yep. one girl gets shot in the head because she's so gory. This guy, point blank, empties his gun into a ghost, very clearly explodes, and he's fucking unscathed. That felt to me like that actor was like, no, you're not putting that jelly on me. No, <laughs> yeah. it's not he's worth like, it. This, is this movie isn't contract. worth it. <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. No yeah. way, no how. That's not me. <laughs> what? I'm not sure what. Re- I feel like it was a reference. I but do I don't too, know what it was. but... Not my chair, not my problem. That's what I say. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Oh, okay. fuck. Oh, God. I, I, I don't care. The I, only other nitpick I had... Oh, thank God. ...was that in the flashback to the guy setting his newspaper on fire and somehow burning down the entire hospital is how are there not any, like, fire precautions... In, in a hospital? In, in a 80s? hospital, particularly in the mental ward. In the 80s? There's, there's no fire extinguisher. There's no sprinklers. I don't know, man. Those places are nefarious as fuck. They're probably chill if it burns down. This guy, gets, this guy gets one fuck. match, yeah, and like, as a whatever. result, he burns they're, down the entire hospital. They were probably fine if it burned down. They just, like, Jesus. fucking submit some insurance How shit. How do the fucking ghosts work in this piece of shit film? Uh, you're just <laughs> asking that now? I don't know. Just I don't care. Why does she have to spend eternity preventing this other ghost from getting out? That's a shitty she's, existence. She's, what did she do wrong? D. Wallace, dude, she's a badass. Oh God. She like made. So she did a good for. thing. She did a good thing. So now she's like gonna continue to be his like gatekeeper for the rest of eternity, which is sucks. Yeah. She, he's no true Scotsman. <laughs> I I want to go um, to ratings. <laughs> who's this, <laughs> <Okay>. Mister Balloon Hands? <laughs> Mister Walk Down Me on the Walkway. <laughs> We overdated see horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of Alana, we'd rate how much coat racks are for babies. And for 10, think about Jeremy Jam, we'd rate how much he's going to blow this out of proportion. This will be blown way out of proportion. You have my word on it. Stories, first category to rate these movies. Uh, I'm going to start. Fuck it. Two. Two for story. It's very bad. It's not as bad as it literally could possibly be, I suppose, but it's very, very bad. It's a two. Mark. Interesting. Don't disagree. I gave it a four. I literally gave it twice what you gave it, Blah. but also I'm kind of in the That's same so category. So high. <laughs> uh, this is a quantity over quality type of writing. I do think it's damning in a particular way where they just like throw story at how bad the movie actually is. They're just trying to cover up on actually how bad their movie is by 
no, 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 no. So there's this group. By making the story worse. <laughs> and there's this group. And there's this group. And in that way, there, like, I mean, literally, there are three or four different groups in this movie. So I gave it a quantity score. I gave there's it one a lot point of, for there, every group. There isn't even a lot around. of story. There isn't, there's a lot of groups, but the story is they go to a hospital. That's it. Yeah. I gave it a four. This is very bad rating. <laughs> Jake. I really hate how much I agree with Mark on this. So <laughs> I, I said earlier on the podcast. No. Listen, 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 I said, <laughs> listen. Hey, I said earlier on the podcast that this would have been a lot better had it chosen to focus on like one of the two primary groups, the group of college students, whatever, going to this asylum or dude looking for his sister with cop. One of those two would be fine. But then they had to combine the two. There's something weirdly charming about that that Mark has kind of been the martyr for in this episode. I yeah. gave it a, I ended up giving it a three. Like, we're talking low, but <laughs> I think it's funny because I'm between you two, but I understand exactly what he is saying. I do not. It's a three, dude. <laughs> it's a three. World building and emerges our next category. It's a hard one. One with a bullet for me. This is, dude, they do not build a good world. What they is build one a, with a bullet? A, it's a, I, wanna, I wish I could give it a zero. You've given zeros! <laughs> not on the podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> I've given I a zero. I hate not you. on the podcast. I fucking hate you. It's a one. It's terrible, both in world building and in immersion. Mark, give it whatever stupid score you're gonna give it. I also give it a four here, and I'm <laughs> not fully removed. Whatever, I'm not fully removed from this. This is a watchable movie in comparison to the other things we've seen. If you think this is the bottom of the barrel, I, then that's unfathomable Mark, to me. This when is we checked not in on close. Uh, to the li- least immersive movie we've watched. Listeners, Mark and his wife and I and another person played D&D today, and the first thing I said when we got on to play D&D was, that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and that will come up in the overall category. In immersion and world building... What, what world is- do they build? An unbelievable fucking building of a mental hospital that's inconsistent? They uh, they do okay. <laughs> they Great argument. Jake, what's your fucking score? Jake, what's your fucking score? I'm irritated now. I gave it a one. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I gave it a one. I gave it a one. Mark, you know how you do do the asylum thing and make it believable and uh, make it a well-built world and make it I thought I did. I thought I understood that. It's called called Grave Encounters. (laughs) (laughs) We we should probably review that. We probably should. Okay, go. Oh, my God. Scare Factor's next. It's a one. It's not scary. It's terrible. Mark. This it's this is so hard above a one. I gave it a three. You guys are treating this movie like it's a weird. I can show you. We can. I can show like a you the world. <laughs> this is not a one. You guys, we've seen movies that are worse than this. We've seen we've we've been recommended movies that are substantially worse than this movie. I don't understand how you're leaving yourself. Room below this as scare fact. I this one is a biased biased decision by me. The one here, it probably objectively doesn't deserve a one. It might deserve a two or a three. I I'm angry at it. I'm giving it a one. I like. I understand being angry. at <laughs> My it. wife likes. I don't know if she likes this movie anymore, but she got it because she thought it was at least entertaining. There's coolerophobia. So there. she had seen it before she purchased it. I. That that timeline's murky. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
She I'm, at least didn't what? hate it after she purchased it and watched it a few more times. Uh, and a then few more? It had been 10 years or so. Anyways. I knew there was something wrong with her for her to be married to you for this fucking long. There was some broken Yeah, we're finally brain. uncovering something I'm figuring here. it out. There's cholerophobia here, which my wife I famously afraid of clowns. This movie has a pretty good clown it's scene in it. Bad take. And there's some good coast stuff here. Like this is not a completely unscary movie. Jake, care to disagree? What, what did he give a it? Four. I, gave I gave it, it no. I gave it a three. Oh, I gave it a two. This isn't like whatever. It's low. It's not scary. Wow! 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 Mark, it's one point different from you, and you're acting like I just fucking shot you're you wrong. in the you heart. You should have given it a six. I would have. I would have <laughs> liked you to give it a six. A s- I don't I, want to have given it a six myself. Effects but I or judicious to lack six. thereof is our penultimate category. I gave it a four for effects or judicious lack thereof. Okay. I like the practical. I think they do a good job with that. The non-practical effects are inexcusably awful. The sound <laughs> effects and ADR are also inexcusably awful. Yeah. And I, uh, I'll just pile on here the extensive use of freesound.biz. Freesound.biz. MP3 files you can find. Yep. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't have the uh, the the Green Rangers Megazord Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> Roar from Babadook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I gave it a I gave it a four. Mark, I went lower, and I can't believe you went higher than me. Frankly, I don't understand. I don't think you understand how movies work. I gave it a three, uh, and I agree with everything that Jack just said. This movie looks fucking terrible, but they did put in a substantial amount of work, and there is some practical effects to be lauded here. Jake, I. Yeah, I'm higher than Mark too. Uh, I gave it a four and a half. I, I hate you guys. The dog scene alone is worth enough, Mark. It's worth enough. Why? But, why am I the what? Why am I the jackass here? Uh, because oh, of everything you're everything saying, everything else, Your words yeah. and actions and general actually demeanor. this too, everything. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. absolutely everything. You know what? One thing that kind of escaped us during the actual discussion because it's such a minor little detail, but it looks so terrible. Anytime they shot the outside of the asylum and oh, it had the God. moon, yeah, that point. moon. That moon was... <laughs> it, the moon was very clearly just overlaid. It's well, almost just, like the moon from the Evil Dead, right? Yes, Where the, exactly. the yes. black around it is a different it's color totally than different. the rest of the yeah, sky. It's like, what is this weird sheen? Is it? Did you take a picture of one of those things that you stick on your ceiling when you're a kid and then throw it on this? <laughs> Fuck. Ugh, duffa. The temp at night. <laughs> the temp at night. Okay, let's get that into overall. This is a two overall. I hated it. It's very bad. It's not the literal worst movie I've ever seen, but it's definitely <laughs> in that discussion. Mark. I give it a three and a half, and it's basically in the same category as what Jack just said. It's <laughs> one of the worst things ever. But it is... <laughs> Uh, the only other thing I want to say here is that it is interesting in, in in a way where, like, if you're not paying attention to it, it does have a little bit of charm. If you're no. watching one scene at a time. You're just thinking about necking with your wife. Yeah. That's all. In Which that way, fair. it's really great. <laughs> Jake. I don't really like that I'm in the same boat with Mark, but I gave it a three and a half. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad movie, y'all. Very bad movie. It's gonna take a set of thumbs up, thumbs down, and I do not have enough thumbs to give this a thumbs down. This is terrible. You have no thumbs? I fucking no. You can't you give it zero enough thumbs, thumbs down. Jack gives us a zero zero thumbs. I down. have two thumbs, and both of them are being used towards the downward direction. That one. Me yeah. too. Okay, yeah. well, so no. of the four thumbs down, uh, all of them are from Jake and I. I'll and put, Jack gives us zero thumbs down. Uh, I'm too busy holding the beers and whiskey. It's going to take to get me to even think about this movie again to do anything <laughs> with my thumbs. Put them in one of those little funny hats. Then you have to worry about your thumbs. There you go. Yeah. Well, I whiskey? keep all my That's whiskey thinking. in a funny hat. Why not, Jack? I guess you know what. 
you're tired, an Jake. Tired, beer hat, yeah. wired, whiskey hat, tired inspired, wired. both. <laughs> Man, you're yeah. an innovator. I thank you. You're an innovator. Uh, fuck, it's a bad movie. Nobody should watch it. Okay, then. I mean, maybe every once in a while somebody should watch this, but no, mostly not. Fair enough. Let's get the fuck out of here. This has been episode 174 of the A to Z Whorecast. Check out everything we have going on. Head on over to A to Z Whore.com or come hang out with us on any of our social media channels. Those are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the links there down there in the description Amino. below. If you're here, you know the drill at this point. I'm just rehashing <laughs> it all. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, if you are still here and you're not a Patreon member at this point, you might want to consider becoming one. You can pick movies like Boo for us to review Please and don't. get this sort of experience out of the whole ordeal. So that's got to be intriguing to you, right? You. Right? Right? Uh, as always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. There are links down there in the description below as well. And next week, we are going to be diving into one of our selections here. we got to mix it up a little bit. It's a Mark pick. It's the newer, of Woo! course it is, 2004, I think it is, version of Dawn of the Dead. So the one that Savini wasn't doing his big old thing in. Weird pick. New one. Yeah, he loves this one. It's a so, great uh, pick, man. This movie rocks. Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> I don't know if I can do two <laughs> picks that in a row that are Mark's this excited about. <laughs> but it'll be coming at you one week from today, and we'll either be really mad about I already know what my feelings are. This movie is fine. We'll talk to you one week from now. Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. And have a great week. Everybody, don't get coronavirus. I don't know. We're daring each other. I'm looking for my sister. I was just following that guy. I'm Dynamite Jones. That could have been <laughs> <kind of> fun. <laughs> and then he shoots somebody in the head.